0: You're listening to the Money Web Now podcast series with Simon Brown. live streamed every weekday at
1: 6:30 a.m It's Monday 30 January. German GDP due out 11 o'clock I'm Simon Brown coming at you live and loud from the MoneyWeb studios in Houghton Johannesburg on the show today chatting with Wayne McCurry that uh, week Lewis trading update although the stock is not expensive in uh, RB Plat deal yet another extension this is the takeover regulation panel we're going to be talking with redefined properties get a sense of malls and, and, and how's foot traffic how's uh, revenue uh, how's new leases are we still seeing negative reversions uh, Rowan SwanaPool? From Morningstar Investment Management essay on how investors can diversify and keep the balance. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Morning Markets for MoneyWeb on the road fees and vehicle finance. Do Not Contravene Credit Act. That's that thousands of rands you get charged for them to, I don't know, fill up a tank of petrol and polish the car. Business Day, uh, Pandora steps up from MTN overgone tax assessment. She says competitors from other parts of the world do not appear to be subject to the challenges that SA companies face in Africa. Morning markets. US was green S&P up a quarter percent, Nasdaq up a full percent. Asia uh, mixed, Sydney off a little and Tokyo up a third. Commodities mostly red. Gold 1941, Brent 86.65, platinum 1,022. That's your green. Palladium, 1,633. Rand, 1722. Bitcoin, 23,600. We've got Tencent trading down 5.4% in Hong Kong this morning. And Top 40 looking for a red open, about 620 points down. That is 0.8%.
0: MoneyWeb now on The Money. Also available on podcast.
1: Training now with Wayne McCurry, Senior Portfolio Manager, f and Wealth and Investment. Wayne, appreciate the early morning. The, the Lewis update that came out, it was both for the quarter and for nine months ending December. The nine months merchandise sales up 2%, the quarter uh, down just over 1%. Stock sold off a bit. It was a weaker update, but it is a stock that's still quite cheap. I mean, P.E. is about six and a half, dividends about nine.
2: Yeah, look, the actual rating of the share is incredibly low. And over time, you know, that is the, the opportunity you get to buy shares, even though obviously the trading update was poor. But that's already in the price, I would have thought. And it's quite interesting. Obviously, durables and semi-durables, in other words, the bigger ticket items mm. aren't really selling.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I also noticed big jump in credit sales. I mean, up at 58% yes. versus just under 51 That shows a consumer under, under pressure. and That's no surprise. We Good. saw another MPC on Thursday.
2: Yeah. And look, I mean, hopefully that's the last MPC. I think it probably is the last hike in in this particular cycle. But the swing from cash to credit was quite marked at at Lewis.
1: Yeah. You mentioned last MPC. We've got uh, Fed on Thursday. What are you expecting there? I mean, the the talk was 50 points. Now it's reverted. It seems everyone's expecting no, a, quarter. a quarter. It's going to be a quarter. Yeah. And then do they pause? I think or, it's going to be a quarter. And then do we get more from them? I think them? so as well. Okay. So maybe we can
2: end that as well. I think I hope I hope and but I think we are at the end of the of the hiking cycle.
1: And then we probably spend I don't know what much of this year at these higher levels we can start talking rate cuts late this year, early next. Yes,
2: I would think so. And in fact I I think maybe it might it might even the outcome might even be a little bit more optimistic than that. Because I think there's a very good chance. I mean, I know oil's going the other way now, Mm. but that could be temporary. But I think there's a very good chance inflation could surprise on the downside, you know, virtually the same as how it's surprised on, on, on the upside. You know, when you get these massive, you know, one in 50 year, especially not not so much in South Africa, but in the yeah. rest of the world where you get this one in 50 year occurrence of high inflation, it will fall just as quickly as what it went up.
1: Yeah, I take that point because it did. On, on the way up, it was always surprising to the upside. Um, certainly yes. in the U.S., on the way down, it's always been surprising to the, to the downside. I think it's going to be the case this whole year. And you, and you mentioned oil back around 80 or so. I know OPEC seems to want oil there, but I mean, the global, global economy, we, we got U.S. GDP out last week. That was strong. We got some European this week. It's expected to be positive. Oil perhaps is the big risk for the globe this year, whereas last year it was inflation and rates.
2: Correct, yeah. But look, I mean, you don't survive such hikes in interest rates without some economic damage. It just doesn't happen without economic damage. So, you know, we've got decades high interest rates in Europe, in the UK, in America. China is obviously very different. There is an economic impact to it. Mm -hmm. And that should see commodity prices, including oil, start to
1: come down again. Okay, let's take a point of that. Last question, Implats and their deal with RB plat delayed again. This seems to be an issue at the, at the takeover regulatory pa- regulation panel. This is taking forever in a day. Yes. I, I mean, these things do take time, but this one seems to take extra time. And this really is the Competition Commission just not not doing what they need to do.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, when you sit and do a deal like this, you do all of your planning, you think you got all of your dates right, but you're subject to so many external variables that, Is this the fourth time it's been extended?
1: I think so, yeah, yeah. It's been
3: extended many, many times, yes.
1: (laughs) We'll leave that there. That's Wayne McCurry, Senior Portfolio Manager, FMB Wealth and Investment. Appreciate the early morning insight.
3: Your money gives a damn. If it could protest and sign petitions, your money would. But your money can do more than that. When you invest in Stanlib's Infrastructure Investment Fund, beyond getting solid returns, you are helping to build a more sustainable future through job creation and positive economic growth damn right you are invest for more impact at stanlib.com forward slash more stanlib asset management is an authorized financial services provider
0: Moneyweb now on the money
1: Chatting now with Nishore Tatraki, a national asset manager, retail at Redefined Properties. Nishul appreciate the early morning time, the, 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 the holiday season and, and I mean the, the last quarter in general. You make the point that actually uh, sales or, or total turnover across the retail portfolio is actually above uh, pre-pandemic, uh, pre-COVID-19 levels.
0: Yes, good morning. It is. Uh, I think very promising for retail, uh, for retail assets uh, and for retailers. You know, um, across the board, we started seeing um, sales or turnover uh, already exceeding pre-COVID levels through the latter part of last year. In um, Christmas, over what we call the festive period, that mm-hmm. seemed to have to have even grown further. Um, and interesting, you know, whenever we look at sales or turnover in retail, it's representative of the ability of retail assets to generate sustainable rentals, because in retail. The rental is always a function of what retailers um,
1: yeah. can make. Yeah. And, and is foot, footfall picking up? I mean, one of the trends we saw during the pandemic, and it seemed to have been sticky, was that people were perhaps going out less often but spending more. I mean, are, 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 are we seeing footfall of traffic sort of back at pandemics? or well, that's still under a bit of pressure. And we simply spend maybe longer and more money when we're at the mall.
0: I think that trend is still continuing. We have seen a marginal increase in food traffic and promisingly at the larger format centres, which were the most impacted okay. to COVID. Um, I think it's a function of a few things. I think it's a function of a constrained consumer who's planning their visits more,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: who has a more structured shopping environment, and who doesn't want to travel multiple times given the cost of fuel, etc. So we find that that's probably driving the, driving the better recovery of large format centers as uh, people want that one stock shopping
1: ability. Yeah, I take that point. And I always say consumers are smart. Petrol is expensive. They're like, well, let's go to one place where we can, we can do it all. And, and you make some interesting points. I mean, for example, some big name movies come out and, and that really helps the, the entertainment parts, the, 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 the cinemas in, in, in the complex. And I never really thought of that, but I, it makes intuitive sense once, once you do think of it. A big movie, more traffic. And I suppose people might then also visit other stores aside from just the movie.
0: Yes, and the big spin-off is onto the other heartbeat categories during COVID, uh, which is uh, is the Saddam restaurants, which have seemed to be doing phenomenally well for Christmas. Uh, I mean, most of those turnovers, from the numbers we're starting to see now, show that those are about 10% up
1: on pre-COVID levels. And 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 I, new, sorry, the new yes. leases coming through. I mean, are, are you are you seeing a better uh, 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 sort of a move away? We were seeing uh, negative uh, reversions on 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 leases. Is that improving? Are you getting longer duration leases coming through as this pos- positivity sort of trickles through?
0: Yes, I think retailers are a lot more confident about what they see happening in retail. At the moment, through COVID, I think they were all very circumspect and therefore didn't want to sign longer leases. Three years was a general term, a term at the time. Uh, the reversions on, on expiry was negative. Those have all started flattening out and we, we now securing even longer leases. I really find what you've seen in our uh, last year's results has actually improved our weighted average lease term.
1: And, and the data that you can pull as well, you made the point that a lot of people in Gauteng leave the province for their holidays. I was certainly one of those. Um, a lot go to Cape Town you get huge footfall growth in, in, in Cape Town but KwaZulu-Natal because I mean, there was a lot of talk with all the issues uh, around the beaches in, in KZN. What were the malls in KZN like?
0: Um, from our malls perspective we, we don't have a lot of assets there but mm. generally what I picked up is that the growth has been muted on the back of um, of, of, of the water crisis issues. Uh, I think a lot of holiday makers actually avoided, uh, avoided cases in for that reason.
1: Okay, Yeah, that does, that does make some sense. I've done a KZ and it did seem quieter in, in, in places. Load shedding, uh, backup power. I mean, I, 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 I was actually more this weekend. The, the, the power went and it was dark for half a minute. Um, and then, of course, the generator kicks in at, at huge expense. Is, is that dampening things? And, and are you as a group uh, uh, looking at, at, at renewables? I mean, solar panels, which works when the sun shines, but then you need batteries for the evening?
0: We have redefined has a very large um, solar solar plant um, across all our shopping centers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we also run full, full backup power. I think for all retail shopping centers, because you might notice notice the glitch as you experience where it just off for a while and then kicks in. Mm-hmm. I, I think load shedding impact is around the cost of those generators and and, um, 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 and the backup supply that is that the cost that that's putting on retailers and on
1: landlords, which is impacting our margins. Um, the, the, the 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 expense, particularly in, in in case of solar, I mean, that's obviously an, an upfront expense, but that will serve the group well in, in, in time to come. I mean, you know, even if load shedding ends one day, you've now got free power from the sun. And I use free and in inverted commas, but it, it's an upfront expense and a low maintenance cost, I imagine. Yes. I,
0: um That would be right for a building that can run entirely off solar. Mm -hmm. Um, However, typically, a shopping center off solar is going to run maximum 10 to 14% of its total energy needs. So from a shopping center perspective, given the high loads, the ability to go fully off the grid is is prohibitively
1: expensive yeah it's, it's the size and and then the yeah. quantity that's needed i mean just those giant aircons. a uh, last question we're seeing a lot of sort of established brands uh move into into new concepts and brands we've got checkers outdoor checkers fashion mr price baby the same much mm-hmm. an opportunity for uh, a company such as redefine because of course they're going to want maybe a small store but they're going to need some new space as they move into those new brands
0: Yes, 100% correct. And, and, and I think it's also representative of the confidence that, that retailers have um, uh, um, in, 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 in the South African market. Um, I think retailers are also looking to expand to ensure that they, that, that, that they continue growing yeah. and are seeing the opportunity in those markets.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, the consumer's under pressure now, but of course, retailers are thinking longer term. They, they, they're worried about today, but they're thinking about next year and years down the line. We'll leave that there. Mr. Uh, National Asset, Asset Manager, Retail Redefined Properties, appreciate the early morning. And that is our question on LinkedIn and Twitter. Did you th- The malls over the holiday season, how were they? I mean, I, I, I was at one on Saturday and it was, it was busy, but it wasn't certainly packed. But over holidays, certainly some of them
3: were a whole lot busier. Have your vote, have your say, LinkedIn and Twitter there's no postponing the inevitable. Your money knew this day would come. And you know what? It can hardly wait to start giving some back to you. When you invest in Stanlib's fixed income funds, you can retire earning a regular income off your investments. Invest for more certainty at stanlib.com forward slash more. Stanlib is an authorized financial services provider and a registered manager.
0: MoneyWeb now on The Money.
1: Jane and Arthur, Rowan Swanepoel, di- uh, Business Development Manager at Morningstar Investment Management SA. Rowan, appreciate the early morning. How investors can diversify and, and keep the balance. Diversi- diversification and even asset allocation to a degree, I mean, it, it's designed in a sense to to protect us and to, to mean that we're not overly exposed to, for example, equities last year. So that we've got some bonds and cash to to help bu- buffer the pain. But it is also that that, that I think the balancing Act perhaps that a lot of us get get wrong.
4: Absolutely, Simon. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I think if we think about our personal lives and you think about balance, balance is such an important thing if you think personally, but it's just as important when it comes to investment. So, managing an investment portfolio, it's exactly like you say, it's a constant balancing act, whether it be the allocation between cash and equities, local and global markets, if you think about value and growth, or even between active and passive fund managers. And if 2020 taught us anything... Mm It's that the future is very, very uncertain. So it reminded us really of the importance of diversification.
1: Yeah. Uh, today is actually three years since the World Health Organization declared uh, COVID a pandemic. And, and uh, it, it's been mm. the wildest three years ever. And, and it is, I mean, I suppose uh, when, when we're standing back and, and, and in the clear light of day, we can think around those decisions, around active and passive, around uh, cash and, and, and equity and, and the like. But then when, when markets get wild, I mean, it, it, it's staying the, the course. And, and and that rebalancing is always what 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 struggles with me. I mean, for example, last year, equities under pressure, uh, cash and bonds winning. I mean, should we be looking to aggressively rebalance in short term or should we rather let larger trends play out?
4: I think when you think about asset classes, no asset class is a perfect strike rate and performs well all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's everything. We think about that classic smarty box uh, graph mm-hmm. that we always look at and asset classes move around every single year so there's no asset class with a perfect strike rate and it's exactly the same when you think about fund managers within an investment portfolio as well so no fund manager has a has a perfect strike rate and i think back to to a conversation i had earlier in my career when i think about diversification in client portfolios with the md of a large fund manager at the time and he said Renee, be very nervous when you don't have an underperformer in your portfolio because that might mean everyone is doing the same thing. So you don't only want to be uh, diversified by asset classes, but also fund managers. And then rebalancing is so important. So what's actually done well, you want to buy less of that and buy mm-hmm. more of what's not done well. So over the short term, there's definitely large movements in markets. Do so you want to keep on rebalancing that portfolio to make sure you're well diversified, but also let that long-term trends play out?
1: But I love that 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 point. If every, if everything's going up, they're quite possibly all doing the same. And that I think is perhaps a nuance that we often don't consider when we think about that diversification. Where if you've got three funds, you don't want three high growth funds because they're probably all in the same stock. You want a perhaps an income, a high growth, and then a you know a good old fashioned value to to kind of offset each other.
4: Absolutely. And. It also can be quite, I think, in a client portfolio, it can actually get good diversification and smart diversification, like you mentioned. Everything doesn't move in the same Mm -hmm. manner within a portfolio, but it can actually be quite uncomfortable if you think about it. It can create this what we call line item risk because you look at your your statement and you see this underperformer and you think, but why is everything going up and you just have this underperformer and it gets quite uncomfortable, but it actually, there's always going to be, if you have a, a portfolio of equities that's rising in growth, your diversifying assets might be providing you zero or negative real return in some cir- circumstances.
1: And, and and that's then truly understanding w- w- the fund that you're buying, understanding the management mandate, the, philosoph- the f- philosophy and the like, or, or having a financial advisor who, who's able to walk you through that so that you can understand why some might be lagging at some point or others perhaps booming.
4: Exactly. And I think I always think about Howard Marks when he said um, intelligent or smart diversification means not just investing in a bunch of different things, because sometimes you think diversification means variety. So we just Mm -hmm. have to invest in in every possible thing in every possible style in every possible asset class. But you want to invest in things that respond differently to the same factors. In a
1: portfolio. That's a great point. It's that different response. I like that. That's an excellent point. We'll leave it there. Rowan Swanapool, uh, Business Development Manager, Morningstar Investment Management, SA, appreciate the early morning. Thank you. That's it for today. We were chatting with Carl Wales on Friday from flagship asset management. He doesn't like China. Well, let's say he is very cautious on China and he's saying this, you know, go all in is perhaps a a, a, a little bit dodgy. And and he had some really compelling reasons as to why he is cautious. And we asked you if you were bullish, cautious or bearish on China. And uh, it was pretty much equally split between all three of the options, about a third of you were very bullish. About a third of you were cautious, uh, and about a third of you were absolutely bearish. Have your vote, have your say, LinkedIn and Twitter. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. We're live every week that morning. The MoneyWeb website's in the app, 6.30am. podcast. Just after seven. Thanks to my team, Eddie, Nabuchlet, Nicole, to you for listening. My guests for their early morning. My name is Simon Brown. This is Moneyweb Now. We'll chat again tomorrow. New macro regime in 2023.
0: You've been listening to another Moneyweb Now podcast posted every weekday at seven AM on moneyweb.co.za. Money web Now on the money.